welcome to the Video Chat Podcast. Uh, my name is Una and I'm here with my friend Lauren. Hello. Hello. Um, here we will be reviewing, reminiscing and reconnecting with the music videos of our misspent youth. Uh, we will take a look at the artists, the videos, of course, from the sublime to the ridiculous and the pop culture around them. Uh, we're here to have some fun and hopefully a laugh or two along the way. And it's all about nostalgic escapism. So if this sounds like something you might be into, we really hope you enjoy. I am going to be deep diving into the Latin pop sensation that is Ricky Martin and Christina Aguilera's Nobody Wants to Be Lonely. Fabulous. And I'm going to be talking about The Call by the one and only Backstreet Boys. Fabulous. Fabulous number. Um, So, Lauren, why are we doing this? Like, people will be like, you have lost your marbles. Why are you doing a podcast on something as frivolous as this. Well, what's new of us having doing things that imply we've lost our marbles, to be fair? Oh, yeah. Um, a bit of a laugh, to be honest. Just mm-hmm. a bit of crack. Mm-hmm. It's lighthearted. We do love our music and our music videos, and especially a bit of nostalgia, which is what mm-hmm. I think a lot of these are going to be, really. Yeah. A bit of a trip down memory lane. I think that this, we can all agree, this year's been shit. And, um, I mean, we're not talking about coronavirus or Brexit, so I think automatically, like, we're doing well. And that's the last I ever want to hear either of those two phrases uttered, to be honest, but just so you know, those are not features. Um, Yeah, it's just, we both love podcasts as well. Like, I think this has been, I suppose, something, like, we've half joked about, half been serious about, and it's like, what do we both have in common? Um, What's easy to talk about? What's a laugh? uh so yeah that's 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 for me that's part of the reason why I think it was like three years ago while I was like dying of some kind of a flu illness I kind of came across podcasts and they've completely replaced me listening to music or whatever if I'm out walking or if I'm in the car or um you know once in a blue moon when I decide to exercise so that's why I like them or they it's a nice kind of time stamp you know to past the time or whatever it is mm-hmm. you're doing like it's nothing too lengthy and it's not like if you're listening to an album or a playlist like you feel the need to skip past certain songs that you know you don't fancy I just find that I can just listen uninterrupted and that's what I like about them oh, I'm and there's the so many different so many different types as well so many different mm-hmm. themes and there's something for everyone absolutely I mean I'm the same with um listening to them all the time in the car I never listen to the radio anymore like it's mm-hmm nearly ridiculous how little I know about actual current music because I just listen to podcasts all the time when I'm driving to and from work or doing from the shops wherever I'm going so uh, I'm the same and around the house when I'm doing yeah. it making the dinner cleaning um there's yeah. probably a high percentage chance that there's going to be a podcast on accompanying me mm-hmm. while I'm doing whatever I'm doing so mm-hmm. um, and like embarrassingly you know you said there that you don't listen to the radio like I listen to podcasts and BBC Radio Ulster so hi old person <laughs> like who it's not even like I went from Radio 1 to Radio 2 or anything. I just skipped about 14 generations yeah. and went straight into Hugo Duncan um <laughs> I'm only joking I wouldn't listen to Hugo Duncan as as much as I know that a lot of people love me I'm just not quite there yet um so if you're happy to get started Lauren yeah I am 
so obviously we can't play the songs this is this is a hurdle that we mm-hmm. uh encountered very early on like we can't actually play the songs which is a real shame because i'd love nothing more than to be blasting my song of choice and also listening to lauren's yeah. this week so you know to avoid a good old-fashioned suing we are gonna have <laughs> to just ask people to uh if they want to listen go and watch the music videos before watch them after or whatever yeah. if you're not familiar with them get familiar with them because you know <laughs> your life will be changed for the better as a result of that decision Absolutely. Um, so mine's is obviously ricky martin and christina aguilera uh nobody wants to be lonely i am focusing very much on ricky martin because i feel like we will get to christina she will mm-hmm. have her day in the sun but for today it's ricky's turn and i'm worried because i feel like i'm starting out very strong here with ricky and i'm scared that i'll not be able to meet the expectations of the next video that I look at because I have absolutely <laughs> become a stalker of Ricky Martin's in this past couple of weeks, just kind of getting an idea of of, of the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ricky Martin, um, just I want to give you a wee bit of background about Ricky because, you know, we forget Ricky didn't just arrive in 1999 um, no, no. telling us all we need to be living La Vida Loca. He's been around a lot longer. So he was born in Ricky, which, you know, I was I was upset by that he hadn't actually been born Ricky Martin. I was expecting he would be like Ricardo or something. Not that's what Enrique. I thought. Not Richard. No. Um, so he's he's Enrique Martin Morales, born Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy one, and that makes him forty nine years young. All right, now Lauren, he has been singing in stadiums since nineteen eighty four. That's before we were even born. Oh my god! Just let that sink. Did in. not realize that. I mean, it makes me feel really young, actually. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy enough with that fact. Yeah, but anyways, obviously, he's he's Puerto Rican guy, and uh, he is obviously billed as the king of Latin pop. So he was in a band called Menudo, um, which sounds kind of dodgy because you know you hear nude in there, and you think oh, so typical of Latin America. But anyway, um, so Menudo was running from like 1977 to 2009. So they're essentially the sugar babes of Latin America. They just swap, swap in and out their members like goddamn Pokemon cards. So anyway, he was in the band um, from like 1984 till 1989. Um, And something else I found out recently, actually, even before I started looking at this, Puerto Rico apparently are applying to be like the 51st state of America. I I mean, is it a coincidence that they kept that under their hat till after the election? I feel like... Absolutely Donald not. would have been absolutely nuking those guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been. There's been a, a cops tweet to say, "Oh God, the USA will never accept Puerto Rico." Yeah, build a wall. Yeah, he would. <laughs> he would be getting another wall built around around the Ricans. Anyway, so Menudo were massive, massive, massive band. Like, did uh, campaigns for Pepsi, McDonald's. And a really random fact is that one of the members was like made to leave the band at the age of 15. Lauren, why was he asked to leave? I want I you to know, give me two guesses if you if can, he's leaving, even one guess. If he's leaving at 15, how bloody long had he been in the band? Like, well, Jesus, Jesus Ricky started when he was 12. Oh, well. Child um, leaving at 15, I don't know, he got too fat or something. He got too grown up looking. Oh, Lauren, I was hoping you were going to say drugs there. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about reasons why boy, boys and boy bands are asked to leave. Went um, off the reels. 
Yeah, no, he didn't. He just had the audacity to go through a growth spurt. Oh, for God's sake. Isn't that horrible? That so can you imagine 15, you can imagine 15, the uh, hormones are going wild, you're in a band and being told, no, no, sorry, no world tour, no groupies, back you go, time for GCSEs, time to start studying for your single word science. How shit. God love him. So, and he also, do you know how he found out as well? So they were just doing a TV interview and the interviewer asked the members, who do you think is going to leave the band next? And they all just named him. Oh, he was well. like, all right. Thanks very much. I know. So very, very Um. So yeah, so he was in the band, as I say, from that period of time. He really struggled because obviously we know now Ricky is a game on. Um, mm-hmm. And he knew then, like, you know, I just don't really feel great about all these girls screaming my name. I'd actually prefer it if it was boys. Um, but he didn't want to leave the band. Um, he didn't want to be sued for leaving his contract. He didn't want a media backlash. And he just put it down to, look, I just want to have a good experience or whatever. So after he left, he moved to New York and tried to do a bit of study and dropped out. And then he went and did, like, a Latin soap. Um, I think they're called telenovelas um, yeah. is the word for them. Mm-hmm. So he did that for a couple of seasons. And then in 1990, he signed his first like solo um, record deal or whatever. Now, he did something that I find extremely relatable. Like this is exactly what I would do. And that is sign a contract without reading it properly. Yeah. Uh, so Ricky signed it and basically meant that he would receive one cent of royalties for every album that he sold. Oh, Jesus Christ. One cent? I mean, Ricky. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like, well. That reeks of me, though. That is completely me. I would sign <laughs> something, and then they'd be, like, arriving at my house, taking the furniture out of my house, and I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? And I'd be like, sorry, did you not read, like, the full second page of that contract? And I'm like, um, You signed over all your possessions to us. Did yeah. you realise? Yeah. It's like, sorry, they're all gone. Um. So, yeah, he did, like, obviously went on did his albums, all the rest of it. That was grand. Then um, in 1994, he decided, look, I'm going to try soap acting again. And this time it was with an American soap that I've heard of, but never seen General Hospital. Um, But he felt like he was being treated, mistreated really, because of his accent. Now, according to a very reliable source, aka Wikipedia, um, it was suggested to him that he should take accent reduction classes. No, I did not know that was anything. Would that fly in this day and age? No, no. It wouldn't. I mean, out and out racism of it all disgusts me. Um, shock horror, he refused, thankfully. Thankfully. Um, and also around that time, he had his first relationship with a man and he was he came out to his mum, all the rest of it. He was out and his mum, you know, he was raised Catholic and his mum was so sound about it. Now, I'm not trying to say that, that she should be commended for that. She just did the right thing yeah. uh, as a mother. So anyway, um, whenever the relationship ended, however, Ricky, he just went straight to Ikea and bought the biggest closet they had in stock. Um, <laughs> it's called I'm the Packs. I've already looked it up. Um, and he started dating women again. So that was him back in the closet again for a wee while. So he had released four albums before we even came to know about him um, in 1999. And um, <clears throat> obviously that was maybe his crossover album, Living La Vida Loca. And, you know, I listened to a wee bit of that album. Do you remember that song he did? It was called Private Emotion. Oh, yeah, vaguely, yeah. That remember it was that. like all like, it's a private mm-hmm. emotion. And yep. some poor woman in the in the song who never, never made it out of wherever she was from in Latin America, what? Guatemala who knows if she hears this which she won't um you know I hope you're doing really well for all I know you're massive (laughs) and I apologize don't sue me 
And then obviously did a second album, She Bangs was the first single and the second single was Nobody Wants to Be Lonely, the absolute smash hit. So he actually has sung a Spanish version of this as a solo and it's it's a lot more Spanish sounding um, Mm. and it's a beautiful song as well. He has a gorgeous, gorgeous singing voice. Uh, Obviously though the duet was the big hit for them. So he recorded the uh the single with christina and now it, it only reached number 16 in the charts in america which you know i was disgusted about yeah um, so being i expected more and i don't know like i mean i don't want to blame christina for that because no she was big in her time i'm just you know i don't know she is well liked as many likes of britney i don't know or people just weren't into ricky so much I refuse to believe it's the song's fault anyway that's what I'm trying to convey <laughs> so after you know that success what you know about he did some work on Broadway then he went to judge on The Voice Mexico and then The Voice Australia uh, when he left The Voice Australia he was replaced by Ronan Keaton I mean oh, is that yeah. not like letting the air out of the balloon no harm very, very no harm Ronan so Keaton I wouldn't put the two of them I wouldn't put the two of them no. in the same dimension definitely not anyway no definitely not then, if anyone watched um, American Crime Story, it was the assassination of Gianni Versace. He portrayed oh. um, Gianni's partner, Antonio uh, D'Amico. Ricky um, did. very well. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, my definitely watch it, Lauren. My mum has literally just been telling me this last two days that she started it and that I have to watch mm-hmm. it. So. And there Ricky has a sex scene in it. Oh, well, just worth it for that one. from me to you. Anyway, <laughs> so... Um, he was also ranked number 16 in Harper's Bazaar's 50 Hottest Men of All Time. Um, and he was the only Latino. So, you know, shove it up, you, Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> um, he probably would have expected uh, to be on the list. So I was glad it was only Ricky. And then obviously he, like, led the way for, like, like J-Lo and Shakira because mm-hmm. his performance at the Grammys in 1999 was essentially, like, the uh, kind of, like, sparked a nationwide interest in latin mm-hmm. uh music in america and obviously anything the americans do we want to copy uh only jokes that's not true <laughs> anymore um so on to the actual video the whole point of this so watch the video and you know i've obviously seen it a thousand times before i'm not really paying attention to it so whenever you you look at this video it opens up you know there it, it looks to me i've decided it's taken place in a convent all right because <laughs> Um, those doves at the start, like there's a religious connotation to those doves, I think. Yeah. I know doves are all about peace, but there's a lot of dove like imagery, I think, in certain religious um mm-hmm. cultures or whatever, like um Christianity, any types or whatever. Well, they're, they're at least at weddings and stuff, aren't they? They're like a nearly like a, a purity thing. They're yeah, white, white bird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously the doves go up at the start. This this convent hasn't been furnished either no. like it is bare um so I don't really know what are they moving in are they preparing to leave I don't know Christina's inside anyway so she's obviously in this convent she is like one of the nuns I assume Ricky is in the garden like beside a, a maze and yeah. it looks like he's just in front of a hedge but then it pans back and like why is he outside of that maze surely he should be in the maze I don't know I don't know what the point of the maze was anyway there's Christina she's in like a white bralette and like a sheer waistcoat with a nice lace applique I do a lot of searches on ASOS so if I'm looking for something I know exactly what to put into <laughs> that search engine um and of course low-rise jeans absolutely now, Lauren 
let's just reflect on the low-rise gene. Jesus, we obviously we both owned a pair. We have to, uh, the, the traumatic memories of a pair of low-rise jeans. Jesus, I mean, you barely sit down. Well, God, you know, you'd need to have a very low crack to be able to get yeah. away with sitting down in, in low-rise jeans because, that you was know, also people the, are going to be what you have for your dinner. That was also when the wheel tail became a thing, like the, the back of like a string or a song, like being oh, a visible over the top mm. of the... Remember that? Why was that a thing? Yeah, I remember it as a thing, but it definitely wasn't something that I would be emulating because I would oh, have no. got my ass spanked if I ever <laughs> left the house with any sort of underwear on show. So, no... Um, I wasn't I wasn't doing the wheel tail, but that's kind of made a comeback, I've noticed. Oof, um, please. I've definitely seen people on the Daily Mail uh, doing that. And also, I think some of the stuff that ASOS has put out, it's like a fake wheel tail. Like, it's something that looks like it's a wheel tail. It's just, like, cut out in a suggestive way. So, um, yeah, so low-rise jeans. I still have mine. Not because I – it's really, like, aspirational in that if I could fit into those again I'll know that I'm like I've returned to like whatever size I was whenever those were a thing and mm. they're they were good brands I had like Miss 60 mm-hmm, and replay jeans and like I couldn't afford those now like and I was a student like yeah. I don't know what how I was able to make my money stretch more as a student but I could <laughs> um so anyway the low-rise jeans so for being the fact was set in the convent, like she is certainly not letting that dictate the appropriateness of her dress code oh, whatsoever. No. Like, I mean, she's there on her own, so the mother superior isn't like <laughs> we're seeing things as she normally would. I would say when the so mother superior's got, away, the midriff comes out to play. Christina has her low rise jeans on and she's out to play. <laughs> um, so she's got big blonde bouncy hair, my absolute fave. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will never ever be into that really slick down I look like Ozzy Osbourne um whenever <laughs> I if my hair is flat pancake and these are facts I, um, uh, I love I always, her hair and makeup in this they mm, are both fantastic and a lot of the comments in uh, under the video are just how much they love her makeup mm-hmm. uh her nails I remember her nails as well they were like they were like French tips but it was like a French a French manicure but they were red tips and they weren't like these talons that you see on, mm-hmm. on girls these days I'm not slagging it's not my style I'm from a generation or two ahead of you so uh, or behind you even I should say wouldn't be for me um so then um Ricky he's in his denim shirt statement necklace and then he's in his brown corduroy trousers so I mean I I don't know. I mean, I would sack the stylist. It was I mean, he was doing well till he got to the waist, and then you yeah. get those trousers, and you know those trousers need to be put in Steve Avery's burn pit. But anyway, moving on. Um, there's also times when it looks as if Ricky is really relying on that hedge, like to keep him upright. Like oh, he's, I, he's like, like uh, absolutely leaning against it for support. Yeah, whether he, like, physical, emotional, or both. But you know. Oh, I'd say a few, yeah, every type of support um, that that hedge is there for it. Um, so, you know, an, an interesting kind of performance style, you notice like Bono does this as well, where they kind of like balance on one foot. It's yeah. like a weird thing. I don't know. Or who there's even like a few spins, well. you know, like he's a, oh, yeah. there's a wee twirl on the one foot. Yeah, yes, yes. Arms in the air, like had enough. They, um, uh, I, I think there was, between the, the the CGI in this video and whatnot, I don't the hair and makeup for Christina. I don't think mm. they had enough money left for choreography. Just ah, do what you want. No, do a few, you no. know, spins about and yeah. it'd be grand, it'd be grand, it'd be fine. Yes, yes, just not, just not about you know. No, it's all about your face. All right, that's all we're here for. Your gorgeous face and your lovely Spanish Latin mm-hmm. tones, dulcet tones. 
Um, so all of a sudden then, um, Ricky has moved into some sort of outer courtyard stairway. And I'm starting to wonder, is the concept of the video that Ricky is trying to break in past the nuns to get to Christina? Oh, she's been held so against her will in the convent. Well, I don't think she's being held. Well, she's she's there under like a guise of like, I'm so innocent and all this, but she's like, she's dying to get out and like see see what the world has to offer, if you know what I mean. So see anyway, yep. Yeah. So is he trying to break in? So there, the, the nuns are obviously out doing some kind of a collection. Christina has said, look, I'm going to hang back and like, I'll polish like what the crucifix is. I'll, you know, help prepare the dinner. You just go out, I'm fine here on my own. I'll look after the house. And Ricky's like, I'm going to come find you. So anyway, he hasn't been detected, thankfully. There's lots of camera distortions to give the impression he's in like this massive dramatic columned mm-hmm. corridor, which is obviously there is CGI at play there because it's just it's total optical illusion. And, and I noticed thing, that too. It's nearly like through a fisheye lens at that yeah, point. The columns were all wobbly. That's exactly and the word. Bit seasick exactly. nearly watching that. But I think I'd be really freaked out in that hallway. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, this is eerie. It's like palatial, but empty. And no one, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like Kim Kardashian's house. There's nothing in it. It's just columns. Um, so then the next thing, Christina's in the hallway. and There is no sign of Ricky. And it's like, oh, shit, they've missed each other. He's mm-hmm. gone back to the courtyard. She's now in the corridor. So raging for, and obviously there's no mobiles. Uh, like, well, there were mobiles <laughs> at the time, but they would have been more cumbersome. So like from what's on the market today. So it's not like they could ring or text and be like, oh, I'm in the frigging hallway. Where are you now? Probably no signal in the convent either. To be oh, clear. yeah. There'd be, the signal would be shit as well. The, the columns would, would absorb a lot of like, you know, any kind of chance you'd have of, of like a Wi-Fi signal. And she's singing, you know, the lyrics at that point are, do you hear my voice? Do you hear my song? So is she just like goldering up and down the hallways, like in the hope that he can hear her? <laughs> Because there's no phones. Um, and the lyrics are a bit mad in this song. I mean, they're mad if you don't know what they're saying. Because I can remember at the time being like, there's line, she sings, and suddenly you're flying down the stairs. What? Why are people flying down the stairs? It just doesn't seem to make sense. But then she, the next line is, into my arms, baby. And oh. I was like, all right, okay, now I know. But she sings it in such a, like, you know, yeah. way that it, it's hard to decipher. It seems so like at the end both- of a sentence. Like, it's very much final statement. Yeah. You're flying down the stairs. And then she just goes, oh, so I yeah. don't know who, are they okay? Do we need to call an ambulance? Um, <laughs> so then they both end up on the stairs, and, but they're seemingly oblivious to each other. They're both on these flights of stairs, oblivious to one another. And then whenever they do finally acknowledge each other, they literally walk through each other. Yeah, like, are very, they dead? Is this like some ghost Patrick spectral, Swayze yeah. shit going on? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. Then suddenly they're in a full embrace. So, you know, I also found out the guy who directed this video literally directed every Motley Crue and Metallica video. Sorry, what? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is so random. And you'd appreciate that and you'd like that. Um, so anyway, my head's fried by this stage because, like I say, they're in a full embrace. And there's parts in the scene, like, where they're fully into it. And, like, mm. you know, I am willing them to just start going with each other so hard. You know, I think that would have <laughs> made the video in the end. Um, because like I say, you know, obviously we know now like Ricky is happily married man, but he has said, you know, like I like men and women actually, but he says I wouldn't he said I wouldn't actually class myself as bisexual, I'd say I'm more on the gay side of things, but like at the same time I don't see gender. There's probably a term for this now from whenever mm. he made that those comments. And I'm probably being very clumsy in my delivery of those comments, but you know what I mean? So basically 
that is um, all I have to say about it. You know, there's a lot of close-ups of Christina's midriff. You know, she's tiny. Mm-hmm. She is oh, so, she is. so tiny. And it, you know, if you have body issues, don't focus on that. Don't um, watch Ricky, Christina Aguilera in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, because there's not a pick on her. And she mm-hmm. is the only person who can justify, justify, like, justifiably <laughs> wear low-rise jeans. Like, she mm-hmm. is exactly the friend they were designed for. And Ricky Martin cups his pecs regularly. He loves to graze, like, like a right angle up his chest, you know. <laughs> um you know it's very sexual and we're here for it um so in the part where they're like hugging on the on the stairs mm -hmm. like and he's like running his hand down her arm and all i'm like he could snap her like a wee thing like there is such a contrast yeah um so yeah the song was nominated for a grammy as well but it lost out to lady marmalade um so christina was going home with something that year the wee bugger um (laughs) But I don't think that was justifiable at all because Lady Marmalade is a cover. Or is it Lady, Lady Marmalade? I keep going to put an R in that last syllable. Um, but yeah, I that, yeah, I don't know why. No, it's Marmalade. It's the way they sing it. Lady Marmalard. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that will actually be a good video to do as well, Lauren. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, so that, that is my analysis. I think I've done the best I can with the fact that not a lot happens in that video. But I've, I've created a storyline and I'm sticking to it and they are living it up somewhere out of the convent, away from the confines of, you know, the restrictive lifestyle of the nuns. And uh, yeah, yeah. But like I say, I've, I've listened to a lot of Ricky Martin and, you know, some of his songs, like his Spanish speaking songs, ones that you know as well. I think he's a song called Maria. Um, it's like, oh, dos, tres, you know that one? No. Uh, probably would if I listened to it you would definitely know I would play it on my phone but I don't want to get sued by Ricky because I feel like we're in a good place so <laughs> um I am happy to turn over um proceedings to yourself till we get on to BSB okay so from your video where there's not a lot of action we are now turning into an absolutely action-packed sequence yeah. of events. So a circus, someone said. <laughs> it is manic from start to finish. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to open here with a few facts um, about them, and then I'll close with a wee few facts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the call by the Backstreet Boys was released on the 6th of February 2001. So as of the date we're recording this, that makes the song 20 years and four days old, Bunk. which is absolutely terrifying. What a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, the call was from their album, Black and Blue. And that was- I had that album. It was a very good album. Did you? Yeah, so I loved that. That was their fourth album. Mm-hmm. They released their first album in 1996. So they're five years into the, their careers at this point. Um, wow. And this song actually made it to number one in the UK, which I- hadn't realised until I checked Something we can do right, people. Something we're able to do right. <laughs> I know. Um, it was produced by Max Martin, so you'd maybe have heard of him. He was like a really famous producer, especially around that time. So Is he, he did, Swedish? Yeah. He did a okay. lot of work with Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys, Britney Spears, NSYNC, mm-hmm. all those kind of mm-hmm. guys. So yeah. Max Martin was a busy man around the late 90s, early 2000s, but he's still... A very rich man, I would say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's still working on a lot of hits today with, like, The weekend and stuff. So mm. still on the go, still relevant. Um, now, a bit of a generalisation, I suppose. Um, and like you said there, you had this album, but 
I definitely would have thought the Backstreet Boys were probably much more popular in America and maybe mm-hmm. certain other countries than they seem to be mm-hmm. here. Like, yeah. obviously, their songs were popular if this, this reached number one. But I don't remember anyone here being, like, huge fans of Backstreet yeah. Boys, if you know what I mean. Well, I suppose we had, like, think, Westlife yeah, and, you know, later was very on. much dominated by mm-hmm. boys' own Westlife around that time, like mm-hmm, Irish mm-hmm. boy bands. And mm-hmm. in hindsight, I don't know why, because the Backstreet Boys stuff is much more dynamic and much more fun than yeah. Boys Own Westlife were. And like, don't get me wrong, I loved a bit of Boys Own Westlife back in the day, mm-hmm. went to the concerts mm-hmm. and everything. Yep, but, yep, yep. Um, I just don't remember anyone here like ever going out their way to buy like Backstreet Boys tickets or merch. No, well, they wouldn't. I don't think they. I don't think they turned here. I went to see them back in. Like 2008, I think they they were in the Odyssey, and now Kevin oh, wow. wasn't in the band for that. There was only the four. I think he has since come back. I think he realised, okay. frig, like I have no other means of income here. Um, <laughs> but he um, he wasn't in the band for that. But it was very good. Now mm-hmm. I really, it was a very good concert. It was a good night out. Yeah, there you go. I did not know they'd even done like the Odyssey or mm-hmm. that. So interesting. I don't think I don't know if they've been back, but. but that may have been the only time they played, but yeah. like the place was bunged, and it was more like I say, probably like by that. I don't know if they would have got the same crowd back at the time, but people were like, "Oh, sure, Frank, it's the Backstreet Boys." Yeah. They felt like they were a big deal, or they'd been a yeah. big deal, you know? Yeah, I'd say maybe around that time, late nineties, early two thousands, they probably would have toured like London, the arena there, or something. But yeah, I don't think they were just as popular here. We definitely yeah. had the the market dominated by the the Irish boy yeah. bands. Yes. And then final note, which I didn't realise until I started watching this to make my notes on it, is that the quality of this video on YouTube is absolutely diabolical. It's yeah, so I, I noticed that. I thought it was difficult. Like to 240p for flip's sake, and it's on the Backstreet Boys' <laughs> own like official YouTube yeah. channel. Sort it out, yeah. lads. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's 2021. They I absolutely know that... release a better version of this video. They got screwed over as well, much like Ricky did with that first album. Um, I think mm. that they, was it Ron Perlman? Or was he involved with NSYNC? And there was a manager, because they were, were they, I think they were like formed out of uh, Florida maybe, or maybe I'm thinking of NSYNC, but oh, Ron Perlman was like kind of the Louis Walsh of of boy bands, I think. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that they have, some of them have taken like legal action against him for really poor contracts or something. I might actually be getting this completely wrong, but I don't believe um, in history. Um, is it Ron Perlman or Louis Perlman? Perlman somebody. Um, I don't think he will be remembered as being on the right side of history because of the way he treated <laughs> some of these absolute, you know, mega stars boys. at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'll get stuck into this video. Now, the song itself, it's pretty obvious that it's like a, an anti cheating song, you know, that's very much against cheating on your girlfriend. And uh, I mean, I'd love to hear a song that's, that's like in support <laughs> of that. Fuck these bitches, cheat on them. Um, yeah. So the phone rings at the start of this video, and notably it's a landline phone. Just wouldn't even appear in a music um, video anymore. A landline anymore. phone is a landline that telephone used to right. exist. You had to plug in to the wall, and mm-hmm. you had to turn a big dial. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so blonde lady answers the phone, and it's her boyfriend AJ from Beyond Backstreet Boys, and he's calling her from the nightclub to explain that he's going to be home late and she shouldn't wait up. Uh, she don't think struck- she sounds a bit like she's oh. Don't. Not long out, uh, come out of surgery. Hello. <laughs> oh, 
Hello. <laughs> I think she sounds like she's off her face. Anyway. Where are you? Said, I mean, she, the voice isn't very I mean, cheerful voice. It, it very is. I find it very grating. But um, per per love, she's struggling to hear him anyway. And is mm-hmm. it any fucking wonder? But he's in a nightclub. Like he didn't yeah. have the decency to step outside no the door outside. and make no this respect. call. No respect from the off. He's practically ringing her from the dance floor. So any wonder that she can't hear him, and then he cleans. Yeah. He can't hear her either, and it must be because his phone battery is low. So yeah, where did she think he was? Like inside an airplane friggin' engine? Like you know, where else would you be? Like you'd be shot if that was me. Be like, go outside, go outside. That'll be me, and then I just hang up and be like, oh, do you know what? I don't care. Well, this man makes his excuses that his battery's low and ends the call. And I mean, how is that's why you couldn't hear? Yeah, not a thing. Not a thing, AJ. Plus, how is this phone dying? The man's using the Nokia 3210. Like, the charge on <laughs> that lasts a fortnight, minimum. Yeah. Like, never had to recharge them. So none, of these, one, none of these would stand up for Judge Rinder. No, no, absolutely not. So, none of them are defensible. We then see why exactly AJ is going to be home late from the club. And there's a woman there with him. Of course, she is the antithesis of the blonde girlfriend that he's got at home. This woman is dark haired, smoky eyes, dark lipstick, all black clothing, very like femme fatale, you know. In far more his type, Lauren. And enticing her. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say so. Far more his type. Um, and side note at this stage, why is AJ wearing sunglasses in the club? Because <laughs> he's a celebrity. That's the only explanation it's for it. Like. Just, you can't see him. You, you cannot. As long as people see him, he doesn't give a shit who's there. He doesn't no. care who he sees as long as they know. I mean, you're going to get attention if you're wearing sunglasses because people are like, why the hell are you wearing sunglasses? So this, this is why they do it. How does he even know what this woman looks like? Can't see her. Sunglasses on mm-hmm. in the dark. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. AJ doesn't take much persuading because the next thing we know, him and Mystery Woman are kissing in the back of a taxi as it speeds down a tunnel. Turned. And uh, the car stops in the traffic jam and the next thing you know, she is out of there like a shot and running off. And this desperado gets out the car and chases after her, and they're all weaving through the traffic. That's just not real life. You'd just no. be like, you'd be off your well, drunk, you'd be a bit drunk maybe, and, and you'd you... be like, oh frick, like what's, <laughs> what happened here? Where did everyone go? You know, you'd be waiting for the taxi man to be like, you know, you came okay, me, you're right, you know, and you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, but you'd just be like, here, I just want to go home. You wouldn't you'd be, be like, like, what's her problem? That's a bit fucking uncalled for. And mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. here's my address, mate. Take me home. Uh, yeah. But no, no, de- desperate. AJ How dare hits. her leave me when I'm trying to cheat on my girlfriend? The only reason I'm in this car is because of you, and I will chase yeah. you down. So yeah. he can't find her anyway. He's running, running in and out of these cars, and she's gone. Mm-hmm. And the next thing, he jumps down the set of steps, and now AJ has morphed into Brian. So this got a bit confusing, and I checked the Wikipedia page for the video just to confirm what was going on at this point. Mm-hmm. But basically, the cheating man is portrayed by most of the, the Backstreet Boys members as the video progresses. Mm-hmm. So the dire quality of the video didn't help matters here either, but it yeah. made it a bit like hard to distinguish who was who. Like at first, yeah. I thought this guy was Nick, but now I'm pretty sure that it is Brian. So, Brian... Yeah, because I fancied Nick, so I would know. I probably More fancied fine. Nick too back in the day, you know, but I have to say, mm-hmm. re-watching this, definitely Kevin all the way. Kevin, Kevin is the white Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he is the image of Snoop Dogg. They have the so, exact same face. The Snoop Dogg about again. him, yeah. He does, um, he's got the Snoops, definitely. The Snoops. Anyway, Brian <clears throat> sees 
a huge Backstreet Boys billboard with two of the yeah. faces crossed out. So that's a bit disturbing. And then oh. something something hits him on the shoulder. And I don't know what it is. At first I thought he was shot. And I thought, God, things have taken a real turn here. Well, it's America. But, so Well, this is true. But then I thought, is it like an object or something? Because he seems to pick it up. But I, the video is so bad, I can't tell yeah. what it is. Because he picks it up mm-hmm. and looks at it anyway. But he seems to, to maybe grab it and then runs into a supermarket. And the supermarket's mm-hmm. like some night of the apocalypse. There's abandoned trolleys, the lights are flickering. Yeah, contagion. And he, he spies the woman's coat as she's running through an aisle. So he chases her through the shop and out the back door. And Is he running, is he, look, is he like saying, I've just been shot at here, I need assistance? Or is he like, you know, no, here, I, I can't find still, the eggs? <laughs> I think he's just on this desperate chase to find, you know, his, his cheating storylines all falling apart here. And... Uh, yeah, I, this woman. You've lost me. But uh, you know the the apocalyptic sort of market. Don't understand why it had to be just so derelict looking. Mm-hmm, no, nothing mm-hmm. else in the video is like. But yeah. anywho, uh, no, he doesn't. Brian doesn't get much of a turn here because the next thing he ran out the door and he turns into Nick. So Nick finds this car just sitting outside in a key and and he takes it and he might be stealing it. Like I'm not well, sure. Yes, that's Grand Theft Auto. He just seems to have uh, taken without car. permission. Yeah find his papers and, and off he goes mm-hmm. and this is a bit like from the sublime to the ridiculous because he leaves this like abandoned supermarket and heads over to a very posh hotel like this real palatial hotel mm-hmm. and he's running down the corridors and pounds on a bedroom door and you're half thinking the woman's gonna open the door here but it's not it's it's high from it does look like a woman from the back yeah you you get the impression but no no it's high and I, I think Howie's be- very attractive, even with that hair. Maybe I'm just yeah. Latino in the brain at the minute, but no, I thought he, he is, is beautiful. He is good looking. He just needs to be taller, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're tall ladies, so these things yeah, are noticeable. Yeah, we stand every chance as well, let's not um, forget. Um, and I can only apologise as well for the pronunciation of the name Howie at this point, because obviously in America, it's more along the lines of Howie, but Howie is, <laughs> Howie. is as good as it gets here. Um <laughs> So it seems that Nick tells Howie his predicament and then mm-hmm. stops quickly to wash his face. So I guess all that running around made him get a bit of a sweat on. He just he's just, he's, there's more than drink on board with him, boy. He's like, I need to splash my face. <laughs> we quick cool down, splash the face in the sink. Mm-hmm. And uh, they leave the room. And as they're walking down the corridors together, Nick is side-eyeing everyone. He is totally suspicious. You know, mm-hmm. the nerves are at an all-time high here, looking at everyone. Begs the question, like, why are your people lying in their hotel rooms, sleeping on the bed with their doors wide open? This is not a thing that happens. Um, no. And it doesn't. Do you, make- whenever you're in a hotel, Lord, if you walk past a room and the doors open, you will look in because I will. I would, yeah, but usually I they're open because, like, housekeeping cleaning the room. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, open I like to someone's. say, is their room nicer than mine as yeah, well, or bigger, or different yeah. layout? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. but no one's ever lying reading a magazine on the bed with the door into the corridor open. Not a thing that people do. Oh. Um, no, you want peace and quiet. Absolutely. Uh, but they're walking down, looking at, into everyone's rooms when they can. And uh, then they reach the lobby, and Howie stops for uh, a wee cup of coffee at this point. And I, I love that about him. Why is that included? Why is that in this hectic... I think he's trying to be like the voice yes. of reason, like, you just need to <laughs> Well, just stop here a wee second. Let's get, get a wee, a wee cup cup coffee, coffee will we, Nick? Um, yeah, he's like, he's he might walk out into the traffic. I just don't... I think he's not himself and I think we need to call a doctor and get any um, assessment done because he needs coffee he needs he just needs whatever's in the system out like let's sober up here get a coffee in you 
They don't even get it to take away. It's full on cup and saucer affair, you know, with a teaspoon stirring it. There's no time for this, man. Come on. Yeah, everyone else is like high drama, high drama. And then, uh-huh. like, like hey, you're just going to go and have a cup of tea. Yep. Tell and out. just stir that. I'm in no rush. No. So the next scene then. I've been busy straightening my hair, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Now, they're both in the car again, heading down yet another tunnel. I don't know if this is a completely underground city that they're living in, but a lot of tunnels involved. Mm-hmm. And Nick adjusts the wing mirror, which is also very bad etiquette if you're not the driver of the car. Why are you adjusting the mirror? Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But he catches a glimpse of Howie in the mirror, but it's actually the mystery woman. Dun, dun, dun. Shot and horror. Could this be his psychotic episode though? And it actually was actually high, but he's he's just so far gone now at this stage. Like he's how I hope how he's taking him to A and E, but <laughs> I don't know. But next, you know, next thing, next thing we know how he bails out of the moving car, does a barrel roll into the road and uh, stands up and he rips off the face to reveal like him. that it's a he it's a woman after all. And my question at this point is it was the woman wearing a mask. How did Nick see the woman in the mirror if she had a mask on? Um, not sure how that works, but my, my theory at this point to be fair, is, is that uh, she's one of the faceless men from Game of Thrones. There okay, no, well, yes. there's, there's no other explanation for how that this metamorphosis that. happens. Yeah, she, yeah. she is Jack and Hagar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, faceless men, etc. Clearly yeah. ahead of the times here. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, Nick is left in a speeding driverless car. Have they done a Father Ted here and put a brick in the accelerator? Like, the car would just stop because that, it, it keeps should. on going. I don't know. Do they, do they drive automatic? Yeah, it should just slow down or like it would mm-hmm. just veer off into the side of the road or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Or the, if they're in the tunnel, like you're, there's going to be a collision. Yeah, for sure. Now, luckily, there doesn't seem to be any other cars about, of course. So, no collisions. And Nick manages to, to grab the wheel and stop the car and he sort of hits the deck and when he jumps up again Nick has morphed into Kevin and this is the final part Kevin of gets shafted and he's left at the end like, dramatic like case all the here. time yeah finale mm-hmm. but uh, we see now another Backstreet Boys poster which now has all the faces crossed out very foreboding wow. and the woman runs off yet again and Kevin starts to follow her up several flights of stairs really good cardio stamina here from Kevin, you know, he's clearly been training for this. Like full coat never oh, He's I, got like multi-layer outfit. We have got very, uh, the Matrix here. I think they were very inspired okay. by the Matrix. I wonder when the, yeah, probably would coincide yeah. around the same time. A year or two Matrix before, was. I think. So mm-hmm. um, he's like, seems like a polo neck jumper and like this full leather trench coat, whatever on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so does the woman, you know, it's all very Matrix at this point. Plus the fact yeah. that she then races out a window, jumps Cross the street into the the window of another building. Mm-hmm. So very much. Don't tell me he follows her. Oh, he does. Of course, he does. Okay. And uh, th- this is actually my favourite part of the video when you watch it because I wish um, a man chased me like that. Joking. Kevin... <laughs> 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 if a man's chasing you and you're leaping from a, a window several floors up, I'm not sure it's a good storyline to be fair. Um, but this is my favourite bit of the video because Kevin has seen her jump. And there's just this wee scene where he closes his eyes to like prepare himself to go after her. And it's just, it's only a few seconds, but it's a fantastic. Wait, bit. before he jumps, he is going uh-huh. to like close his eyes naturally. Oh, yeah, he, he takes a wee moment himself, and it's a fantastic bit of face acting by, by Kevin here. Gotta say, you can basically see him like mentally blessing himself before yeah. he, he runs uh-huh. off and jumps across the, to the other death, room. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So well done, Kev. 
between the, the run upstairs and the absolute mm-hmm. long jump skills here on this yeah. Well done. Um, and he lands in this room. It's covered in graffiti. It's all fraud, cheat, liar written all over the room. Right. Very dramatic. Uh, he runs down Ooh. the stairs into the street. But lo and behold, girlfriend from the start of the video is there waiting for him. It's been some sort mm-hmm. of set up for sting operation. Mm-hmm. All along. Mystery mm-hmm. woman, as far as I can tell, is nowhere to be seen. But I can be wrong. The video quality's so bad that I can't no, tell. No, I think she has. She has since vanished. She's vanished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the girlfriend also seems to have gathered all of the townsfolk for the occasion. There is this massive. Folk. There is this massive group of people stand there. Are they not just all women though? Again, I, they could I be. Think they're, really I like, think they're women. I think I don't know if these are these are representing all the women that they've screwed over. <laughs> Years like that's what I think they've just wrangled them up like every girl they handpicked from the yeah. audience who they said you're my new girlfriend and then just you know hit it and quit it and moved on yeah. to the next city Absolutely. spreading their god knows what <laughs> among the masses this this crowd is all standing all the Backstreet Boys have now appeared at this stage and the, the huge crowd of possible old women are now judging them and staring at them and rightly so and seen on these five no good cheating Backstreet Boys. Uh, so it's, I mean, all in all, it's a very high speed, high stakes chase of a video by a man who lied to his partner. There's a lot of drama, and it's all because of one kiss in a taxi. No one even well, shot anyone. Well, this, you know, it just goes to show, like, you don't need to go the whole nine yards to be in the wrong. Oh, you but know, this girlfriend was just, oh, she had been. Kiss. She had been Only sick nothing. of his shit, obviously. She mm-hmm. knew better that something was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, the song itself, as I mentioned, already very anti-cheating. You know, the, the lyrics example in the chorus. Let me tell you the story about the call that changed my destiny. Me and my boys went out just to end up in misery. You know, like, many, how, like so many do, Lauren, so many well, innocently do. Like so many nights out I've ended up before. But uh, mm-hmm. so I suppose in this case, the destiny was that he might have a, a happy wee life together with his girlfriends in the future. But yeah. he went out. He, did, he never wanted that, Lauren. He never wanted that. And misery has ensued mm-hmm. in the, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. form of this sting operation. Um, I suppose the, the message I'm getting from the song and the video itself is that, you know, cheaters never prosper. It gets found yeah. out. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. And the video maybe even, you know, symbolizes how you can get like caught up in your own web of lies. Yeah. And you know you're chasing your tail only for it all to unravel anyway, yeah. despite your best efforts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a message, Lauren. That's timeless. It doesn't matter true. if it's two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand and two, twenty twenty one. More relevant. Backstreet than ever, Boys. I think, in this yeah. Day and age. Yeah, they're still bringing the truth bombs. Are the Backstreet <laughs> Boys? So you know, um, I would definitely go and see them again if they ever came back. You know, and were able to. Yeah. Um, have lives again like I would oh. definitely go and see them again and since Kevin has reformed and he's now your favourite Lauren like, you know <laughs> I, I, think I, would I would absolutely go deny fair, at this stage of life where we've had nowhere and every gig that I'd booked in the last 12 months has been cancelled like mm. I, uh, I'd probably go see like the cheeky girls if I could at this yeah. point just get out the door I would uh, go see Mr Tumble <laughs> <laughs> okay I draw the line I think of Mr <laughs> Tumble um so just a few closing facts, I suppose, for the, the video. Noble fashion and outfits, it was so hard to tell. As I said, the quality is just ridiculous, and I can't really tell. Very matrixy fashion, plus men's fashion is never really going to be just as, you know, exciting or, yeah. you know, common comment worth, I think, as a woman. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I did like. Did, did Howie wear a waistcoat? I think he, he had, yeah. but he had he arms like exposed. A, a waistcoat on, but then he puts a leather jacket on over it. Um, oh, that a feels lot of... horrible, just thinking about that. Bare arms and a leather jacket. And, and warm. Because like, a waistcoat looks leathery as well. Like, yeah. leather on leather. I don't know. I just think of like, see, like a leather settee or whatever. Like, I just, <laughs> um, no, I hate it. I just find it so uncomfortable. So there's a lot of, you know, trench coats and leather jackets. I quite enjoy Brian's outfit. He's running through the shop in his red, like a red leather jacket and baggy trousers mm-hmm, tucked into mm-hmm. to like military boots. I think you can still get yeah. away with that. To be fair, I think that's, that's very all saints, wasn't it? Like yeah. the, literally mm-hmm. how every all saints staff member, RIP all saints, don't think it survived <laughs> this past year um, mm. due to what we shall not will remain yeah. nameless. The the thing that's going on, um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, it's timeless in so many ways because it's not like let's say their fashion's not yeah. like it could it could be now or it could be then or whatever. I have no idea what people wear anymore. I just wear, you know, trackies and sweatshirts and that's literally like I would wear it wear it to work. I would, you know, if I could get away with it. I have done yeah. like um no one's no one's pulled me on it yet, I think, because I haven't made it an official statement, like official uniform for work or whatever but yeah. no one has said anything to me and if they do I will just say it's discriminatory and <laughs> the end of it. Um, um, take, take out a grievance. <clears throat> so I also learned in my research that during the filming of this video so this was recorded in the year 2000 and uh, AJ of the Backstreet Boys did cocaine for the first time during the filming of this music video. My God, why is why is why is he wanting the world to know about that? We see he then he, he since went on to struggle. With, I don't believe with that either. No harm to him. Oh right, okay. Um, sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> for most of the last, I think, twenty years by the sounds of it. So it seems that he has been sober since two thousand nineteen because he, he did dancing with Good the stars last year and was not yes. sober for a while before that. So Good. well done, AJ. That is what we like to hear. Yes, and yes. Uh, I'll, I'll close. Uh, I'll close the facts of this video with. So, um, so just can you just go back that one second? Mm-hmm. So while he was filming the video, yeah. he he did for the first time he tried first drugs. Yeah. Right, silly boy. Okay, I don't know who like who had them on the set. They never mentioned that. Who else was partaking? You know, they obviously came from well, somewhere. Well, did but... Nick have some issues as well? I know his oh, brother know. Aaron has oh, friggin' he's issues of plenty like... at the minute. Oh um, God, he's. I don't know what he's getting up to, everything and, and all sorts. Definitely a wee mental health issue there. But, but then he, he does like these Instagram lives and stuff and all those. It? It's a bit like, oh God. Did I, did I hear he got, he's got into some sort of like an OnlyFans, like some sort of weird, weird shit? Oh God, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, find out. Up, but hopefully, hopefully um, don't, don't look too hard because you might be scarred for life. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll end on my favourite fact from this video, um, which AJ posted a video on TikTok last year and explained that when they were recording the vocal harmony for the bridge of the song, um, how he actually farted in the recording booth while, while singing his part. And the producer, Max Martin, thought, thought that this was so funny that he just kept it in the song and mixed the part into either the bass or the synth. Of that of that bridge, so um, I I'd li- listen and I tried to see if I could hear where it is, but I can't. Sure, you know it's just your guess is as good as mine. And uh, yeah, for so there you go. For twenty years, we have been listening to the call, not knowing that it had a fart in it all along, and that a was number my one favorite. A fart. number one chart and fart. Yep, absolutely. 
good. Is it the first or the last one in history? Probably not, but. No, I'll just li- I'll just listen along and just make fart noises for each like you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'll do it. Um, okay, so like I think that wraps up uh, those first two videos, Lauren. I don't know how did you find that. I enjoyed that. I you know I, I enjoyed that. Very uh, interested and and just but it sounded a bit different, isn't it? You know. God, it's very different, to be fair. <laughs> just very different, but absolutely just the tonic because, you know, who would say no to the chance to just kind of sit and, and talk about this, just switch off, you know, yeah. for however long we've been doing this for now. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's all good. So um, are we going to have, we'll have a chat after about, what we'll do in our next one yeah for now and, uh, it remains a mystery but yeah we will see hopefully we'll maybe... people aren't like yeah i'll not be tuning into that hopefully <laughs> give me more i think maybe we could like post on we'll maybe have it posted on instagram ahead of time or something we could do yeah you know we could do i think that'd be a good thing to do like suggest something maybe and uh we'll go and um spend time looking at it in a bit more detail yeah, yeah, I better. Be I suppose at this point, mentioning Instagram, I should I'd let people know that we do have, you know, an Instagram, uh, Facebook, various social medias. So you could find us on Instagram at Video Chat Podcast. We're also on uh, Facebook. The page is just Video Chat Podcast. And uh, if you wanted to email, for example, like if you have a, a suggestion of a, a music video that you'd really like to hear covered or something, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Video Chat Podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Um, all suggestions welcome um, yeah. I think it's worth mentioning as well like we're not going to restrict ourselves either to you know at a time period no. and obviously we've done sort of the early 2000s but no. we are very open to, to reviewing and something a lot more videos. recent mm-hmm. I know I, I, I mean MTV is not does not I mean I know there's so many different variants of it um, like it's all TV shows basically yeah, it's not what it used um, to be no, not, I mean, do you know what I was reminiscing on the other day? Do you remember, like, Fanatic and making the video and the diary the off? Loved making the I video. I would love if they had, like, some sort of, like, classic MTV channel. That, yeah. And, like, even, like, do you remember that series Next? Do you remember it was, like, that dating show where, like, it was on a bus? There was, like, five people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, and, like, oh, oh, God almighty, that program was so cutthroat. <laughs> like, it was atrocious. But TV gold. I know that sometimes they post stuff that we clips of it. Maybe you might see like on Facebook or something. But oh wow, like just just absolutely savage. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Even if it was something more recent that we will not have anywhere, but something that's a bit different or mad, like mm. I I would, wouldn't mind looking at something and just being like, what the hell? Yeah, something you that's know that, that's more new to us as well is always good because I'm like coming at it, I suppose, from a a fresh slate rather than. Obviously, a lot of the songs that we will cover have like a lot of nostalgic, you know, feelings for us because they're they're back from our like early teens and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, so good as well to have more that are of a, a modern era that we don't have the same historic mm-hmm. attachment to, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but absolutely, like I think there's a, there's a lot there, like from back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. like leading up to this we've both been able to like you know come up with uh songs that are like you know 
remember from the time and then the video and certain things have not aged well at all mm-hmm. you know I think those are really those be fun ones to look at um so yeah mm-hmm. absolutely but if you've got you you've mentioned that already like where you could go and suggest stuff always happy to think... have a, a suggestion thrown our way so yeah all Rue <laughs> why did I say that <laughs> All right, Michelle. So <laughs> we uh, think that's as good a place as any then to, to say goodbye for now. And thank you very much. Yes, if you've goodbye. listened to this entire podcast episode, it's much well appreciated. Well done for hanging Yes, in well there. done indeed. Because, um, you know, obviously we're hoping to get better as this as we go along. Yeah. It's very, very new at the moment. But okay, thank you very much mm-hmm. for listening. And uh, yeah. we will Thanks. talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye.